0: This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative, episode 158. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer bot, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1989. Live In premiered on CBS on March 20th, 1989 at 8 p.m. A show apparently designed around Lisa Patrick, an actress that went on to hosting Australia's Funniest Home Videos. And that's about it. She plays an au pair to a New Jersey family. Hugh McGuire plays the dad, Kimberly Farr the mom, Chris Young the 17-year-old son that fantasized being with the au pair, David Moscow the 14-year-old son, and Allison and Melissa Lindsay playing an infant daughter. Lightfield Lewis played the older son's buddy, and Jenny O'Hara played the mom's BFF. We cover Jenny O'Hara on episode 96 for Highcliff Manor. Hugh McGuire appeared in several uncredited roles as a child in the mid-40s, then walked away from the biz until the mid-80s. There were a few guest TV roles, and then a run on Cheers, followed by Live In. He would go on to a Dallas run, and the film Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice. He's still a working actor. Kimberly Farr appeared in a few short-run Broadway shows in the 70s, and then did some guest TV spots, including one on Star Trek The Next Generation. Live In was her only regular TV role and she left the biz the same year. Chris Young's first TV role was playing the young hacker kid on Max Headroom and appeared in The Great Outdoors prior to Live In. He went on to regular or recurring roles on Falcon Crest, Married People, and a number of minor films. He switched to directing and producing a kid series called The Adventures of Ark. In 2014, he appeared as a musical guest on Letterman. David Moscow had previously played young Josh in the film Big prior to Live In. He went on to regular or recurring roles on Living Dolls, Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane, and films Newsies, Riding in Cars with Boys, and Honey. He had a short-run Broadway appearance before co-developing Lin-Manuel Miranda's first production of In the Heights. Moscow just hosted, wrote, and produced a reality series called From Scratch. Lightfield Lewis went on to the new WKRP in Cincinnati as Carlson's son, Good Advice, and Life's Work. Live In did not have a long life, running nine episodes total. It was part of a misguided effort by CBS to bring in younger viewers, along with shows like TV 101 and Dirty Dancing. Critical reaction was savage. David Bianculli said that CBS should no longer be considered a high-quality network for airing it. The St. Louis Dispatch only liked the opening credits, saying the rest was so stupid that it defies belief. People magazine said that CBS must have been desperate to fill that half hour. Surprisingly, only the female lead's performance was lauded. It didn't help her career. I found the pilot episode on the Internet Archive. There's some clunky exposition to kick things off. The opening theme is so happy together, showing the generic band playing it. Every character is a caricature. The teens are creepy. There's a major callback to the film Porkies with close ups of the girl's skin. Yuck. We even get the TV misunderstanding trope. <laughs> The Robert Guillaume Show premiered on ABC on April 5, 1989, at 9.30 p.m. TV's Benson, from episode 98, returns to TV in a show about an interracial relationship. He plays Edward, a marriage counselor and single father with two kids, played by Kelsey Scott and Mark Joseph. Edward begins dating his secretary back when that was considered appropriate, played by Wendy Phillips, who happens to be white. Ed's dad, Hank Rolicky, is not happy with the whole situation. We covered Hank Rolicky in episode 134 for The Last Precinct. He's actually only five months older than Guillaume. Kelsey Scott would later step into writing and producing, winning awards for the short The Abuse." She would return to acting on TV, Hollywood Girl, which she also wrote and produced, How to Get Away with Murder, Fear the Walking Dead Passage with an Emmy nom, Insecure, Giants with a Daytime Emmy nom, and the film Twelve Years a Slave. Mark Bamuthi Joseph was an understudy in Broadway's The Tap Dance Kid at 10 years old. He would tour with the production and later appear in Freestyle Love Supreme. He's become a spoken word poet and playwright who directs hip-hop theater plays. He now works for the Kennedy Center as their VP for Social Impact. Wendy Phillips was all over TV and guest roles starting in the mid-70s with regular or recurring roles on Executive Suite, The Eddie Capra Mysteries, A Year in the Life, Falcon Crest, Savannah, Homefront, Touched by an Angel, Promised Land, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, Big Love, And Namaste, Bitches! Films include Airplane 2, Midnight Run, Bugsy, and Rendition. Guillaume intended his eponymous series to be an exploration of interracial relationships. The network wanted to tread slowly, but then aired episodes out of order, with their first kiss appearing in Episode 2 instead of Episode 8. Guillaume maintained that the network did this to kill the series, which may have been a factor in 13 episodes and done found an episode on YouTube in a tiny box within the frame, presumably to avoid a content match. The opening theme is swinging jazz. Guillaume still seems to be playing Benson. He's worried about dating his secretary, partly due to the race issue. She's just not sure if she's ready to date, period. There's a mix-up about dinner reservations. The rest of the show is generic sitcom. Everyone lately is making me crazy. Now that we've joined the sea. There'll be no resting in peace Near, nearly departed stumbling toward I the moment I Nearly departed was... premiered on NBC on April 10th, 1989 at 8:30 p.m. A failed take on the film Topper An English professor and his wife, Eric Idle and Caroline McWilliams, die in a rock slide, then return as ghosts, haunting the new owners of their own home, played by Stuart Pankin and Wendy Shaw. The spirits can only be seen by the grandpa, played by Henderson Forsyth. There's also Jay Lambert as the grandson. We covered Carolyn McWilliams in episode 98 for Benson, Stuart Pankin in episode 87 for the San Pedro Beach Bums, Wendy Shaw in episode 103 for It's a Living, and Henderson Forsyth in episode 151 for Eisenhower and Lutz. Eric Idle's father was killed in a road accident and his mother went into a deep depression. He was sent to his grandmother, then to a boarding school for charity cases. It was a terrible childhood. He managed to win a place at Cambridge where he joined the fabled Footlights Club. This created connections that would change his life, including Graham Chapman and John Cleese, who were a year ahead of him at Cambridge. He starred in Do Not Adjust Your Set, a British kids show, alongside Terry Jones and Michael Palin. He also appeared on At Last the 1948 Show, alongside Cleese and Chapman. In 1969, he joined up with Cleese, Chapman, Jones, Palin, and Terry Gilliam, a U.S. animator who later became an actor and, of course, director, in the legendary Monty Python's Flying Circus. It ran for four seasons, leading to films, and now for something completely different, a filmed version of their TV sketches. Monty Python's Fligender Zuckus, a German version of the same, with the cast saying their lines phonetically, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Life of Brian, and The Meaning of Life. Generally, Idle did his Python writing alone, while Cleese Chapman and Jones Palin tended to pair up. Other films, Yellowbeard, National Lampoon's European Vacation, and The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Idle would move into voice work, the Hercules TV series, Transformers the Movie, The Simpsons, Discworld, a video game, 102 Dalmatians, Shrek the Third, returning to live-action TV on Suddenly Susan and SNL, which he hosted six times. In terms of writing, there was No, That's Me Over Here, Rutland Weekend Television, which he created, and The Two Ronnies. Rutland Weekend Television created The Ruttles, a parody of The Beatles, which led to two TV movies. In 2004, Idol created Broadway hit Spamalot, a musical reworking of Holy Grail, winning a Drama Desk Award, a Grammy, and two Tony nominations. Idol is credited with over 150 songs, the most famous being Always Look on the Bright Side of Life from Meaning of Life, which belatedly became a standard at UK football games, reaching number three on the U.K. charts. Jay Lambert went on to a run on The Wonder Years and the film Pump Up the Volume. As mentioned, Nearly Departed was not a hit, producing six episodes but only airing four. Found an episode on YouTube, Idol Sings, the opening theme, only the grandpa seems to know the ghosts even exist. The apparitions stand around and make wisecracks. The dialogue is atrocious. The plot is about trying to fix up grandpa. I guess Idol needed money at the time. The concept was reworked to great success on the current series, Ghosts. <laughs> One of the Boys premiered on April 15, 1989 on NBC at 9.30 p.m. Not to be confused with the bizarre early 80s sitcom starring Mickey Rooney. Maria Conchita Alonso stars as an immigrant who works at a construction company, later marrying the owner, played by Robert Clohessy. He's a widow with three kids, played by Michael DeLuise, Billy Morissette, and Justin Whalen. Dan Hedea plays the foreman, and Amy Aquino, Maria's BFF. We covered Michael DeLuise on episode 135 for One Big Family, Justin Whalen on episode 125 for Charles in Charge, and Dan Hedea on episode 140 for The Tortellis. Maria Conchita Alonso was born in Cuba, and her family moved to Venezuela after the Revolution. She got her start in beauty pageants, winning Miss World Venezuela in 1975. This led to a music career with 19 albums, Love Maniac, Oela Ayo, and three Grammy nominations. She appeared in a number of Venezuelan TV series before getting film roles, Moscow on the Hudson, The Running Man, Vampire's Kiss, Predator 2, House of the Spirits, Chasing Poppy. Post One of the Boys, she appeared on Big Bag, doing voice work, Amantes de Luna Liena, Saints and Sinners, El Señor de los Cielos, and The Island. Alonzo was the first Latin-born actress to star in a Broadway show, Kiss of the Spider-Woman. Robert Clohesi fought in the Golden Gloves before training as an actor. TV shows include Hill Street Blues, O'Hara, Lori Hill, Guiding Light, Oz as Correction Officer Murphy, Kidnapped, New Amsterdam, Law and Order, and Law and Order SVU, Boardwalk Empire, a ton of guest roles, and is a regular on Blue Bloods. Films include Angels in the Outfield, The Interpreter, 27 Dresses, 16 Blocks, The Avengers, and has eight productions in progress. Bill Morissette went on to Danger Theater, Mad About You, and the film Pump Up the Volume. Amy Aquino was acting in junior high, but went on to Harvard to study pre-med, leaving in her final year to act. She would later go to Yale School of Drama, going on to the Heidi Chronicles on Broadway. There were films Moonstruck, Working Girl, Boys on the Side, The Singing Detective, In Good Company, but Aquino spent most of her time on TV, Brooklyn Bridge, Madman of the People, Picket Fences, Felicity, Crossing Jordan, Everybody Loves Raymond, ER, Brothers and Sisters, Harry's Law, The Finder, Being Human, and Bosch, along with dozens of guest roles. Aquino served as Secretary Treasurer and VP of SAG-AFTRA in the 2000s. One of the boys was intended to be semi-autobiographical, but with no less than five production companies involved, it quickly became a mess. The pilot was reshot, which led to the series being delayed to air. Despite some good reviews of Alonzo, the series only lasted for six episodes. The main couple got married on episode five. Found the pilot on YouTube, the opening theme is generic jazz and late 80s watercolor, Kind of reminded me of a mid-80s local afternoon show. There's a lot of exposition going on, as you would expect on a pilot. Maria's character immediately steps into the mom role with the kids. Apart from the Latino angle, it's a fairly generic show. Faith premiered on ABC on April 8th, 1989 at 9.30 p.m., not to be confused with a BT series of the same name, a clerical comedy about a group of priests in the inner city of Chicago. Joel Higgins plays Mac, their unconventional leader, who reminded me a lot of Harry T. Stone from Night Court. Frank Hamilton plays Edgar, the older traditional papist. Ron Carey plays Vincent, their ecclesiastical accountant. And Stephen Furst plays Gabe, the uncertain newbie. Francesca P. Roberts plays a wisecracking secretary. We covered Joel Higgins on episode 106 for Best of the West, Ron Carey on episode 62 for The Corner Bar, Stephen First on episode 94 for Delta House, and Francesca P. Roberts on episode 146 for Frank's Place. Frank Hamilton seemed to get typecast as religious types. He had a run on the doctors as a reverend along with a lot of guest spots and appeared in the film The Man with One Red Shoe, he passed in 1991. The network clearly did not have faith in this series, seven episodes and gone. I could only find the opening theme online, which begins with a hymn followed by a lot of French horns. <laughs> 1989 sitcoms in our next episode. announcer bot how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe by your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email SFPodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com/slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at SFPPN. Check out Instagram at SFPodNetwork. Network. Call us at 614 3219737. That's 614 SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm finding this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.